What's up, everyone? Welcome into More Important Issues. More Important Issues is brought to you by our sponsors, Tennessee Tap House, Hound Dogs, Billy Ratliff's Tap 40 Grill, and Blue Water Climate Control. And here's a quick word from our good friends at Blue Water Climate Control. People always ask, where did we get the name Blue Water Climate Control? When a Navy ship casts off lines, exits the harbor, and loses sight of land, that's blue water sailing. It takes a team of people to do that tireless work, focus, and attention to detail. So much of starting a business is just like that. After it's done, you get filled with deep satisfaction for accomplishing something. And it's quickly followed by, now the real work begins. We're Blue Water Climate Control. Balls are back. Yeah, they had us the first half. I'm not going to lie. Oh, could be Wayne. I think I got my swagger back. Oh, oh. I love it, baby. Them orange britches. Something about them orange britches. Ball hit high in the air in the right field. Going back to Sayre. And Tennessee can say hello with Column. A grand slam in the bottom of the ninth. You can't draw it up any better. We just won a basketball game, and we're very happy right now. I made up my mind, and I don't expect to ever look back. I'm going to stay at the University of Tennessee. Yeah! Rid it, did to do, and welcome into more important issues. It is Thursday, August 26th. Dude, I'm having to think through everything. Holy crap. It is seven days from kickoff. I am very, very excited. I And it's not in the same way of excitement. It's almost like I'm ready to have my heart broken, but I am very, very fired up in a very strange way. Like, I, It's one of those I don't know how to cope with my emotions. Um, everyone that's on Twitter that's telling me not to be excited is 100% right in my mind. But it's like, how can you not be? The the checkerboards, uh, you've, you've seen the hype videos. I think SEC Network tweeted out a video of Tennessee running through the tee. How can you not be fired up right now? Yeah, and, and you got a bunch of new stuff too. Um, we're going to talk about that fan experience stuff that that they're adding this season. But you also have like, it's it's a new beginning. Um, and it, it's exciting. You know, there's, there's that hope um, that things are going to get better. Um, I, I mean, at this point, we're kind of numb to it, but. You know, there, there's always going to be that little hope that is Josh Heupel the guy and you get to see this kind of start off um, in a week. I mean, what time is it? Yeah. We'll be just kicked off. Yeah, yeah, it, uh, it just happened. I'll be on my couch. I don't know if we settled on a couch beer. I, I don't know if we ever did, but I'll I'll be on my couch. Landon will be – you'll be at the game, correct? Just not – no tailgating this week. Yeah, I might just do my own. I might just do some maxims <laughs> okay. by myself. Um, I mean, you know, I will join. I, I don't th- – no, she's probably – she has to work the next day. She probably won't. But well, we can just I do don't. I was a smart one and took off work. So, smart. I don't work on Friday. I didn't know – Pal. I thought I thought the Pal Panthers always took off Fridays. Is that not a thing? They will if Walter Nolan <laughs> okay. is campus. Okay. Um, that, that's, of course, I, I'll do a maxim with you over. We should just do that. Yeah, that we should do that. And during our keys of the game, okay. um, it's uh, you mentioned new beginnings. It's not just new beginnings of Tennessee football. We also, uh, we've got some help maybe become a familiar face 
Um, hope so with our, our producer, Joe Niblick joining us. If you want to say, Hey, pop in here and say, Hey, if you want to, if you want to stay incognito, it's up to you, man. Some of us are, yeah. I, I, I wish I had gone just like full face mask and, and nobody ever knows my face, but I, I'm not that way. I'm selfish. I want my face to be known. So, no, um, so Joe will be, Joe will be with us. We appreciate you um, helping out being on and uh, being around. And um, we, we, uh, he'll, he'll be doing a lot of the, the producing for us here. Um, and uh, we're excited. He's Thanks, our man. eyes on campus. He, he's in the there you go. right now. Exactly. So yeah, he's, he's our eyes um, a little bit closer to campus. So we're super excited to have him. Um, yeah, thanks for kind of learning everything in, in 20 minutes before the show. So uh, it's going. Okay. It's, it's it was smooth. The, the first part yeah. that's the hardest part. So it went it went good. We adapt. Yeah, that's the, right. name, that's the name of the game. That's the name yeah. of the game. I'm in uh, I'm in unfamiliar quarters, and that's that's why uh, that's another good thing Joe's helping out in at my grandmother's house. We're uh, we're covering East Tennessee. I've been covering. You know, I've been just trying to cover grounds for the life of that I've been doing this podcast all the way from Chattanooga to Johnson city. I'm in Morristown now, of course, you know, Knoxville, yeah. Motown, big Motown guy, West side of Morristown, not the East side. They West do have pals in Morristown and Johnson city, bro. Don't, don't hate. I know. I, know. I was just pointing okay. out that, okay. that that's what more Morristown has a little bit more to offer than some cities. Hey, West side, best side of, up here in, in Motown. And um, <laughs> we, we're, we're still making the show happen. And uh, I'm excited to talk. We're going to preview the defensive line tonight um and uh, potentially maybe a, a oh well is that is that him on the ground right now uh, potentially maybe a commit coming up that uh, at that position group obviously for next year also talk a little bit about the game day experience and you can hate on tennessee here's the thing tennessee can't win until they win right like nothing tennessee does to enhance anything is good until they win like how dumb would the block party have been if baseball wasn't in the super regional, like how dumb would that have been? They're like, yeah, we're going to do this for the Vanderbilt game. If Tennessee's walking into a bloodbath, you know, only winning one SEC game up to that point, you can't win until you win. <laughs> right. Yeah. And then there, then it's a party when you start winning, yeah, then you can have the block parties and you can have, you know, your coach has a, you know, he can get in a fight in the face of another coach and, and nothing said about it. Right. It's it's right. actually so, it's encouraged at that point. <laughs> oh, 100 percent. 100 percent. And uh, we'll, we'll talk about that game day experience. I'm excited for the changes. Hopefully winning comes with it because I want to win. First off, uh, we've also got some recruiting news. Biggest. I think everybody should be in for this ticket giveaway. We uh, we've got we got tickets. I believe the question of the day today was best seat in Neyland. Well, I know I'm biased, but somebody's going to get to experience it from the best seat. Not just in Neyland Stadium, the best seat in college football. L46, seat 10 and 11, giving away tickets to it. Um, it has been a Mitchell family tradition to sit there since, I believe, 1972. Um, I'll have to verify that, but I believe Definitely 1972. Blood, sweat, and tears in those seats. A lot of it, man. A <laughs> lot of it. And uh, so we'll do that ticket ticket giveaway for the best ha- the best seats in the house. Um, and then we'll also talk about some of the um, some of the balls that have been just, do- in Landon's words, dominating preseason. Dominating. Love it. Let's get to it. I'm ready. <laughs> the problem is they're dominating the, the same team. It's time to start hitting the other team seven days away. Let's let's speaking of hitting hard. We hope it happens. Let's preview the, the defensive line position. Hope to see some hard hits. Want to see some ejections, right? Yeah, I, I, I want to see somebody get run over. <laughs> that little kid. He's my spirit animal this whole <laughs> week. Have you ran over anybody? 
have I ever run at, over anybody or like this recently? week? This, this, this week. This week. Hmm. I don't think so. Not yet. No, I mean, nothing the, yet. The week is still young. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, that's 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 fine. That's fine. Um. Well. Okay. Well, then I'm just gonna start with that. Who's ten, who, defensive line? I know we usually get into the questions after we talk about them. Who's Tennessee's? Who, who are we gonna see the hardest hits from? Sometimes it's hard to do to that defensive line position, especially nowadays in the SEC. You don't have just a ton of downhill runner runners, so you don't see a ton of even potential for hard hits. Who's the Who's the hardest hitter on this defensive line? It might be Rodney Garner slapping somebody in the helmet for being an idiot or jumping off sides or something. It, it might, like, truly, it, it might be Rodney Garner. Um, but, no, I, I don't know. I really don't know. I, w- I would think it'd be, like, an edge rusher, but um, I, I definitely would not want to get swallowed up by Elijah Simmons or Mari Thomas. No. Um, I, or Dejon Terry. I forgot about Terry. <clears throat> He's a big dude. Well, I was about to say, you just named the biggest guys on the team. So that's, I feel like that's an easy one um, in terms of guys that can just hit. And, um, I, and I think too, I hope it's, I hope it's an edge rusher. I hope we find out that like Matthew Butler or Tyler Barron can just absolutely bring the pain. Like I hope Byron Young, I don't, Byron, Byron Young, like I don't wish ill will on anybody, any opposing quarterback. But like, if we see a couple quarterbacks get knocked out, oh, of the I game do. They got- I will admit it. <laughs> I, I encourage that too. But just for the just for the Tennessee game, right? Like not for other games. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't like. Like you just want them out for that for those four quarters. Right. Yeah. I'm not like the the ACL curse. I'm not for that. <laughs> but I. I mean, I want to see like a blindside hard hit. Like, what's wrong with that? That's football. Sure. That's football. And I. Someone said Tyler Barron. B. Hunter said Tyler Barron. I would say. I. I think. I mean, you're talking about a kid that you're you're mixing in. Um, mass and speed, that's a deadly combination for hard hits. I got to see it. That's fair. That's got to see it. Just Have you seen it from, from any, anybody. anybody on this defensive line, though? Uh, the one I can think think of is not here anymore. He um, entered the transfer portal, and it was for targeting. So, I, <laughs> um, no. The answer, that's I guess, fair. is no. That's fair. Um, well, let, let, let's kind of dig into this defensive line. I, I think this is, uh, and I believe Ryan Shumper kind of mentioned this when he was on um, uh, a Rocky Top Insider, talking about how this is kind of the lot, like the group that's been one of the more consistent, I believe is the word he used, and, and just that it's going to be a deeper position um, than than most of, of Tennessee's um, roster. And then today, um, you know, Tim Banks mentioned, in, was that today or yesterday? My days, this week. Um, mentioning how it's probably going to be a by-committee group. Like, you're probably not going to have guys that just – that are out there just about every snap. Um, so, a pretty – like, a pretty deep group overall. And, and you definitely do have plenty of players there. Like, guys, I think that can add plenty of value to the team. Yeah, there, there's bodies for sure. Um, I think my first question is, is there an eraser on this team? Is there a brute force up front? that can disrupt and, and make a team go backwards. Um, I, I is that, that Aubrey Solomon this year? It could be. He's apparently had a, a good off season, um, lost a ton of weight. Um, so the strength and conditioning program has been good to him. Maybe I would like, I, again, I'd love to see it. Love to see. It. I, I, th- I think when you talk about that guy, who's just wreaking havoc in the middle of the line, 
I think it's got to be Arby Salmon. It's nothing against Dejon Terry or Elijah Simmons, but when we're talking about just sheer size and then, you know, match it with athleticism, I mean, we know Elijah Simmons is plenty athletic. Um, I mean, we've seen him dunk a basketball when he was like, what, 330? Yeah. Maybe heavier than that. Like, we know he's athletic, but in terms of – what what we've seen, the little we've seen from from that group, uh, I think it's got to be Aubrey Salmon. I think that's the guy who's going to do more than just plug a hole, which isn't – it's valuable. Don't get me wrong. I mean, we know it starts up front in, in, in the SEC. It's valuable. But you need guys kind of like you said that that actually go in there and kind of disrupt. Do more than just be a be a wall. They, they've yeah. kind of got to be the – they, they've got to be a, a, a movable object, an immovable object, but also an object that moves. And I just feel like that, that's Aubrey Salmon. He'll probably be your starter there um, in the middle at nose tackle. Um, but I, I think that's I think that's got to be who it is. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't I don't even have an idea of who's. I think Matthew <laughs> Butler was probably your most productive um, interior lineman last year, so I think he'll be a starter. Um, you know, he has a ton of experience in the SEC, and I think there is a lot of experience in the SEC. If there's even if it was Amari Thomas or Elijah Simmons at spot duty, it was still guys who who has played in this league. Um, and, and then you add some guys like a Caleb Tremblay, a uh, Dejon Terry, who has some some college experience, maybe not SEC mm-hmm. experience. I think you got a pretty good veteran group. And, and you mentioned bodies. I think that's huge. But I think the biggest thing for this group is having a consistent coach. That's something yeah. they didn't have the entire year last year. Brumball was there until Kentucky. Apparently, he didn't even want to hire him, but had to, and then um, fired him at halftime of Kentucky. And then Jeremy Pruitt took over as a defensive line coach. But how involved was he when he's trying to handle the entire team? I, we just, I just don't think that's a, a recipe for success. They add Rodney Garner. I think that's huge. Um, his track record to get guys in in the NFL. We heard about this team or, or this group in the in the spring. Not great, but apparently right. they turned they've turned some heads in fall camp, taken that next step, made a big jump, and uh, could be a bright spot on that Tennessee defense that desperately needs to win the line of scrimmage. De- desperately needs to. I mean, that's you talk about like the big thing with this Tennessee team. Um, you talk about winning the line of scrimmage. The biggest thing is, is is can you force turnovers? You know you're not just going to grind out long possessions with teams. You're probably not going to get many three and outs unless they're gifted to you by the offense. Um, so, it, you know, this Tennessee team isn't going to be one of those that bends and doesn't break. Like you're not talking about – you're probably not talking about goal line stands. I mean, you did get one last year at Georgia. Um, but that's – I mean, that's not going to be the – that's the exception, not the rule. So with this defensive line, can they create havoc up front that allows the guys behind them to make plays in the, you know, in the way of a turnover? And that's, it's where it starts. And and I, you know, I I just don't see them um, being able to consistently create enough havoc that you're just blowing up play after play that we're talking, Oh, we got a bunch of like, I don't see three and outs happening a lot this year. It's just not the, like, I don't, and, and maybe I'm wrong, but can they create havoc enough to, to cause a few turnovers. I mean, that's gotta be the case. And, and there's, there's plenty of bodies on the interior line. Mm-hmm. Not that there aren't on the, you know, at, at end and, you know, you want to call him a linebacker with, with Bryson Eason and Tyler Barron. I'm sure we talked about them. We talked about linebackers, but they're also a lot of, you know, they're at the line of scrimmage. Um, I don't know how much of those edge rushers you truly have, 
you mentioned Matthew Butler. Hopefully he kind of he's kind of been a consistent force. But you you really you kind of need him to be more than consistent this year. You need him to be a the guy. Right. right. So Yeah, I, we'll I think he he's been consistent, but I don't know if force would be the the first <laughs> adjective I would use. Um, but I, I think it's a guy who definitely like brings that leadership quality as well. Um and then like again, he's he was probably your most productive defensive lineman. You could argue maybe it was um DeAndre Johnson, maybe it was um Kevon Bennett, who I think both had four and a half sacks, but most most of those were in the first couple games. And then it yeah. was they they kind of disappeared. I know Kevon Bennett got in trouble and got kicked off the team. I forget what game that exactly was where you know, he got in trouble, but um, Matthew Butler is kind of that guy all year long that kind of held down that defensive line, and they weren't bad last year. Um, I mean, it, when you look at, like, the team as a whole and, you know, the the co- the coaching that they had with Brumball yeah. and then Pruitt, um, just not really having the consistency there, I don't think they were bad. I think they were fifth no. in uh, the SEC in, in rushing yards. I mean, they, they held their own. Now, they didn't have a lot of negative plays, and, and they didn't have a lot of turnovers. They didn't get after the quarterback a ton. But, you know, they, they were pretty decent in the run game and kind of held their own when, you know, everybody else kind of didn't. Yeah. I mean, B, I think this is what I was trying to say about Butler. B. Hunter, B. Hunter said it. He said Butler isn't flashy, but he's solid. I mean, that's the thing is you kind of need him to be flashy though this year. You need him to be the playmaker. Or, or somebody to be flashy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I, I think it's, it's time for – I think just because of – the need, I think Butler's kind of probably your your next step up. Um, Patrick, we'll get to your question. We're talking defensive line right now, all right? Come on. We're not flipping to this other side of the ball. Um, we did have, um, you know, Tim, Bank, Tim Banks was asked about the defensive line's um, progression during the fall. We do have a clip um, where he talks about Amari Thomas. So um, this is Tim Banks um, discussing Amari Thomas's progress this offseason. What kind of camp has Omari Thomas had? Is he, does he look like he's ready to be a guy that just played a little bit as a freshman? To- Who was that again? I'm sorry. Omari. Oh, Omari. Big O. Yeah. Yeah. Is he um, ready to take that jump, you know, being somebody who was spot duty last year into the rotation now, do you think? Yeah. Um, it, it's really hard to say. You know, O's worked really hard. You know, but I, I think our whole front, you know, has worked hard. You know, Coach Gardner's done a nice job, continue to um, push those guys and, and, and get them going. And, um, you know, it's going to be a little bit, you know, by committee up there. And, you know, for us to play, you know, at the level that we all want to play at, you know, we're going to need to be good up front. And um, it might have to be by, you know, by committee. So always part of that mix. You know, he's working hard. Um, how much of a role he carves out, you know, I think it's yet to be determined, like it is with a lot of those guys up front. And what do you like about Darnell Wright at left tackle? Sorry, a little bit from last week there, thrown in at the end. Um, that's on me. Um, but uh, I, I love that. Um, the first off, the term of endearment there. Oh, big O. That, well, big that, O. That was, yeah. <laughs> that was nice. Uh, so he kind of mentioned, but I mean, Tim Banks mentions it. Um, you know, that's, it's going to be by committee, but I like that, you know, he's seen a big jump in, as a whole, as a, as a group as a whole. It's not just one guy that's kind of been the all star. I think that's, like I said, I think there has to be someone that is the, the flashy guy. But if you see a big jump on this group, I think that that gives you a, a good sense that maybe you have some guys that on the front that can wreak havoc, and I think that's really what you you want to see. So, 
Yeah, and I think people are really interested in seeing Amari Thomas and Elijah Simmons take that next step. Um, you know, that that is a question. Can can they be in that rotation? If they are, can they be a difference maker? Because um, those, those are guys when they came in, you thought could somewhere down their career could be that force Tennessee's looking for up front. So I'm interested to see those two guys um, this Saturday. I don't know if they'll they'll start. I mean, I guess with that defensive line, it, it really doesn't matter. They're probably you know, if you're in there making plays, they're going to leave you in. If not, they'll probably get somebody else in, get some fresh fresh legs in there and see what happens. But, uh, yeah, I'm interested to see those two guys. Absolutely. And we got a question here from uh, Patrick Eady, defensive one, so we'll, we'll stick with it here. Which defensive transfer will be the best, excluding Mitchell? So I, I kind of like that you let off with that, Patrick, The because uh, I think it's – Again, no bias from here, but uh, mm. I think it I think it is there at the linebacker position. I think it's also by need that he probably is the best. Um, so who do you think's the the best transfer? I know that may not be a defensive line question, but um oh it said defensive transfer. Okay. Defensive, um, yeah. Defensive. I'll probably go this might be cheating, but I'm gonna go junior college transfer Byron Young. Okay. All right. I'd I like that. Um, uh, man, I see. I'm, I'm, uh, and I think he does okay. start. Yeah. Uh, okay. Interesting. All right. I, not a, not against that at all. Um, I'm kind of in the boat of, it, I, I think it might be a secondary. And I'm, it's nothing against the guys that were on the roster last year. I just think you, you added a lot in either, either Brandon Turnage or Kamal Haddon. And, I feel like those guys are going to make a big impact. And again, that's outside of Mitchell. Um, so, yeah, I, I think it's if we take if we take him out of the equation, I, I think it's going to be Brandon Turnage or Kamal, Kamal Haddon. And, and I don't know. I mean, the biggest thing is can they catch the ball? Because isn't that what we lacked last year? The guys were there to make the play, but didn't quite finish Good. it. Couldn't finish. Couldn't finish. Um, Patrick said Terrier Haddon. So. Okay, floating in the same boat. Got a couple different answers there. Mixing it up, I like it. Yeah. All right, who I, I like the team Terry. I don't know if he is a – I think he's an impact guy. I don't know if he's like a, you know, you know, get get the bulk of the reps kind of guy this season, but I think yeah. he will have a nice career here at Tennessee. I like that. I like that. Um, so, okay, so let's do uh, stats. Lead, stats. Leading – Sack leader. First off, is it? I mean, is it? Are we just going in this group? Defensive sack yeah, leader. Like, am I going to take you out of the interior, linebacker group? Let's go interior line. Let, let's not okay. go edge rushers because I think we kind of already did that with the linebackers. Um, for me, it's got to be. I'm going to go Matthew Butler. Okay, I'm kind of in that same boat. Um, I I think Matthew Butler is a is a is a good pick for that and I think again it's it's kind of by committee but I think any guys on that interior line they're not going to be a they they're not going to be as good at getting to the quarterback as Matthew Butler is right um is he I'm the same for ta tackles for a loss or are we talking like an Aubrey Solomon Dejante? See, I mean, like, like Matthew Butler is really the only guy that I'm like yeah he's he's a for sure starter that's fair yeah so yeah, I'm I'm gonna have to go with Matthew Butler there too. Okay. All right. Dark horse, I'll go Caleb Tremblay. 
I mean, that, yeah, that's Emerson. I think he surprises people. Emerson is um, gone. He entered the transfer portal. So if he's doing it, it's not for Tennessee. And that's <laughs> where did he land? I think he went to Memphis, maybe. Gotcha. Okay. He's from Memphis, I so I think that makes sense. I think that's where. Oh, he now you're just throwing out random teams. Yeah, Penny. <laughs> he, he he's playing for Penny next year. Oh, how much is he getting paid? Oh, crap done. I mean, I can't wait to talk about that's in my what's trending. So okay, fun. Get to that. Yeah, pumped for that. Um, anything else for defensive line stats? Anything like that? Um, ooh, 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 ooh. Does any defensive lineman have an interception? Hmm. Little, little batted ball action turned to a pick. Maybe. I mean, he's got the best hands. If I'm going best hands, it's got to be Elijah Simmons, right? I would think. I, I would think Elijah Simmons is a great pick but for that. Also, he's not hot <laughs> from anybody. So if you're throwing at Elijah Simmons, you're trying to hit Elijah Simmons. <laughs> oh, that fair, <laughs> fair. I, I'm sorry. I'm distracted by the. I, I'm a big fan of the the halftime kick, field goal kick. First off, 35 yards is a hell of a kick. Is it still? So they're making those. I believe so. I, I didn't. I didn't see where Maribel finished. They had the ball in like the 20 yard line with 20 seconds left. Oh, it's 24 um, 17. Okay, so they did score at the end of the half there. Yeah, um, seconds left. Yeah, they're making they make him kick a thirty-five yard field goal. This kid's barefoot in white socks. Um, so this is this is going to be an exciting one. I'm a big fan of. God, I love high school football. I'm so glad it's back. So glad it's back. But it's beautiful. Um, all right, so we settled on a logitary for most interceptions. We're going to get to game day. Logitary. A logitary. Sorry. Um, <laughs> Elijah Simmons. Where did yes. I even? I'm I mean, just mixing. Dejon yeah, Terry, Elijah Simmons, either one of them. Um, you can take it. Uh, 50-50. Yeah, for sure. Um, I also want right, to mention so, so, some other guys um, w- okay. within this group. Karak Garland, Caleb Tremblay, uh, Dejon Terry, Matthew Butler, Amari Thomas, Aubrey Solomon, Elijah Simmons, Jay Blakely, uh, Dominic Bailey, and Latrell Bumpus. Um, those are kind of your interior guys. Maybe you see some of them um, line up outside, but you know the majority, of the, I think, Every time those guys are on the field, their hand is going to be in the dirt. So, just kind of want to mention those guys. And, you know, Tennessee has quite a bit of depth. And a lot of those guys that you've seen play at Tennessee, um, whether it's been in spot duty or, or whatever, they do have some experience. Right. Big uglies. Big uglies. Do they still like, I feel like that name, that nickname's kind of faded out. Is that still a thing? Or is that exclusively offensive linemen now? I feel like defensive linemen, you started seeing some single digit guys. Gotten away from kind of the big ugly. Yeah, like I mean, there there's some like pretty boys now. Like, yeah, I feel like big uglies is exclusively offensive side of the ball now. Yeah, I th- I think you're right. Yeah, they've kind of Aaron Donald, JJ Watt. I mean, they just kind of <laughs> just took that away from. <laughs> That's the greatest nickname. Like, I hate that 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 nickname's been taken away from the group, but ah. it, it is very fitting for an offensive lineman, for sure. If your offensive lineman isn't uh, full of big uglies, you don't you don't have a good offensive line. So he does, yeah, he doesn't play. <laughs> exactly. Um, all right, let's talk some some game day experience. Uh, Dude, I'm, I'm excited pumped. for this. Pumped. I mean, I'm you know. So let's start with the the I guess the most popular one, and that's which. <laughs> it's a cool idea, maybe not a great idea to roll out in the middle of a pandemic. <laughs> oh, I thought the same thing, but I'm gonna do it. So. <laughs> I'm gonna bring a glove in. You have to, to show hey, your vaccination card to hit the sign. To do that, 
yeah, not yeah. to get in just to, just to do that. Um, it's a great idea, though. Tennessee is putting the uh, give my all for Tennessee signs above the actual um, tunnel entrances to each section. Great marketing tool. Again, maybe not the best to roll out in a pandemic, but I mean, that's so fitting for Tennessee tradition, like adding in kind of like new wrinkles to what Tennessee does. That kind of like goes into like the, um, like the checkerboard, like adding it to stuff. Like it's a, it's a Tennessee tradition. It's just being added. It's being given more exposure, I guess. I don't know. I think it's a great idea though. Yeah, I do too. I like it. Um, yeah, you're kind of adding more to the tradition. Um, mm -hmm. it, it's still the same thing, but yeah, you're giving, you're making fans more a part of it. Um, and I right. think that's cool. I think that's something that we've kind of talked about on the show a lot is improving the the fan experience. I mean, we go there for a football game, but I, I think, I don't think it hurts anybody to have a little bit of entertainment in it as well. But like, wouldn't like, I don't want the entertainment that like takes away like that, that kind of thing doesn't take away adding in, um, like, like beer gardens doesn't take away from the game. The things I hate is like when we get canned music, like that's not a part of the game day experience I enjoy. Like that's not it. Um, yeah, like I'm, I'm the, not a fan of having a DJ on the sideline. I don't. I don't. No, same same here. And then like if the like the LED lights, like it's just the future. Everyone's going to them, and it's almost like a product of like you're gonna get the lights anyways. The LED lights, you might as well get the ones that change color and do all the fancy stuff. So it's kind of a product of just like how lights are changing um, and being upgraded. If it take, if it's like, if it does so much that you're like, I don't enjoy this, then that's not fun. Like it shouldn't be a every, I don't know. Like it, it should be a touchdown thing or an end of game thing when you win, by the way, not after you lose, yeah. I shouldn't see orange lights flashing. Um, you know, it, it, so as long as it's not like, as long as it doesn't feel like it's taking away from the game, I think it's a great addition to the fan experience. So the LED lots, I think, are awesome. Um, the fireworks, I'll go. I'll hot take it. You ready for this? Yeah. Leave the fireworks in Vestal. You don't. You're not a big firework guy. No, I love the fireworks. Leave them in Vestal. That's a South Knoxville thing. I want them shot off across the river. Is that where they're, they're usually shot off? Yeah, heart of Vestal, baby. So where are they going to shoot them off? They have, I guess they like have the setup that, you know, I mean, a lot of stadiums have it now. It's going to be the roof of the north end zone. So right behind you and, and ZZ, um, the east and west skyboxes as well. So, yeah. yeah. I feel like that's not. I wonder safe, though. But... Oh, it does say moving. I mean, they do it in stadiums all the time. I mean, hell, soccer has fireworks like behind the goal. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, they're adding those. That's, I guess, I mean, I'm just complaining because that seems like something fun to complain about. But um, <laughs> you, whatever. They are adding, this is cool, the Volunteer Village are adding pregame concerts and food trucks, which, again, just feels like the future. Food trucks, food trucks, food trucks. They're everywhere. Oh, I yeah. love, I, and it's so I have a couple of food trucks. I, I have a couple of food trucks I like, but I hate the idea of going to dinner at a food truck. Yeah, that's not like on a date or something on a Saturday night. Yeah. You don't want to go or out of, of a van pretty much. <laughs> and then sweat in the heat outside while you eat and you have no choice, but to eat outside. <laughs> yeah. And it can only come in like a, a box like this big. So like, right. There's, there's, it's not a ton of food anyway. And it's pretty like every food truck that I've been to is pretty pricey. Again, I'm cheap. I know, but 
if I'm eating from a food truck and all these people are sweating on my food anyway, can we get some better prices? That's all I'm asking. That's fair. I think that's a fair, that's a fair ask. Um, I mean, and, and again, nothing is food trucks. My favorite pizza, uh, shout out to Opie's pizza wagon. I know it's no free ads, but the pizza's so good. I got to go free ad here. If you're in Johnson city or surrounding areas, Opie's pizza wagon is the best pizza of all time. Pizza. Also, I'm sorry. That, that, it's, that's a good name. I like that. It's a great name and, and it, it's fitting because they have a wagon. That's a brick oven that they mm. drag behind their van. Drag behind is probably not the right word to use. It's on a trailer. <laughs> It has wheels. That's very good. Um, a couple were mentioned. Aaron, um, whoops, about left there. Aaron Kirksey, I think I'm saying that right, mentioned, what about the remix Rocky Top song? I think that was a joke, right? Did you see Alante Taylor tweet it out? Yeah, there's no way that's... Okay. <laughs> Hopefully, I hate to sound like a curmudgeon here, but... If we want to do Rocky an after party, like a fifth quarter kind of thing <laughs> after we win, if you want to play remix to Rocky Top, fine. But yeah, I don't want to hear it during a, a Tennessee game. I'm sorry. Yeah, the few touchdowns they score, I want to I want to play Rocky, the regular Rocky Top. Ooh, With that's a good woo. point. B Hunter said, do, do they jack up the prices just for the game? So, like, at the oh, food trucks? For sure. You oh, kidding me? That's gross. For hey, sure. Come to our tailgate. We're right, um, right below United Methodist or Church Street, United Methodist. Something. It's, it's a church. <laughs> yeah. Um, come to our tailgate. We have some food. Um, some food, yeah, maybe not like a whole meal, but um, if it won't be fifteen dollars. <laughs> exactly, yeah. If you want to pay five dollars and get a whole meal, hey, you're more than welcome to do that. Yeah, yeah, that's um, that's fine. That's good with me. Uh, but yeah, we'll be we'll be there. Um, no, I did like it, Aaron. So no hate. I just I, that's not my touchdown song. It's not my touchdown song. Yeah, you're a woo guy, right? I like woo. Yeah, you woo. Okay. Let me know if you woo. I woo, and I tweeted it. I woo because Ric Flair woos. And if it's good enough for him, it's good enough for me. Bingo. So, Also, if you're against else. the woo, shut up. I and didn't know that was a and thing. If you're like, I didn't know people hated the woo until very recently, like the last couple of years. If you don't want to woo, you don't, that's fine. But don't be mad that other people woo. That's also a great point. Again, like it's just something like, again, somebody always has something to complain about. But Oh, for sure. Um, I'm ex- so I'm excited game day experience. I hate that I'm going to be missing. Um, I hate that I'm going to be missing the first week. That sucks. But Thursday night, it is what it is. Um, I'll be there Saturday, Pitt, September 11th. Can't wait. That'll be my first game day experience um, since 2019, Vanderbilt. And our first tailgate. And our first tailgate. A lot of a lot of good first. A lot of good yeah. first. Um, recruiting. Anything else for game day experience before I move on to recruiting? Um, I just want to like so. You don't have to have the vaccine card where we've seen some stadiums do. Um, I am going to try to get my second dose before I step into that stadium. <laughs> for sure. Yeah, that would probably be <laughs> um, So you don't have to do that. I'm, I want to get your take. What do you think that, like, crowd-wise, what do you think it's going to look like? What, what, like what's, the score the, what's the score of the Bowling Green game? We're close to covering. How about that? It, if Tennessee close to covering, so thirty six points. Yeah, something like. If Tennessee demol- let's say thirty if, points. If Tennessee demolishes Bowling Green, there'll be no less than ninety thousand people there September eleventh. I'm talking about September second. How many people do you think? Oh, mm, Thursday eight p.m. game coming off a three and seven season with a new coach, a uh, just destroyed, depleted roster. Ah, oh, seventy five if you're lucky. 
depleted roster. You not talking yourself into seven wins already? Or well, I'm already talking away, into twelve. You run out of time. <laughs> I'm already talking into twelve. Oh, okay. I just I don't know. The Thursday night at eight o'clock. This isn't like the thing about the App State game is number one, App State was a good team. Like I'm not saying it should have been what, what did it finish ten to seven. It shouldn't have been that. But App State was a good team. Like that's a good opponent to open up with. You came off 2015 um, with a you know great roster, ton of returning guys. It's just not the same. This is not the same Thursday night environment. I in a year where there are going to be people, I don't think it's a significant number, but in a year where people are going to opt out not to come just because they don't feel safe. Like we're talking about people who don't leave their house except to go to work in a grocery store. Yeah, I, I just don't see them touching a hundred thousand. Yeah, I don't. I don't think so either. I think ninety. You think ninety? You think they get ninety in there Thursday? I think they get ninety. Yeah. Are you working in the UT ticket office? Or are you the one announcing these absurd numbers? I know. Yeah. I, I actually double click everybody who walks in. Also, that's my favorite pastime. Is like when I didn't go to a game and I didn't sell my tickets or give them away. My favorite pastime is when they announce like one hundred two four five five. I'm like, nope. I have two tickets in my hands. <laughs> <laughs> a few people snuck in. Maybe that's possible. They got counted. Yeah. Um, um, but yeah, if we beat Pitt, you, B Hunter mentioned people did miss football, so I'm not surprised you. That's a good point. That yeah, they did. Like some of them weren't there the entire last season. That's a good point. Do you ask if I will? Yeah. Do you woo? Damn straight, I will. Boom. <laughs> that's great. That that's perfect. Joe woos, you woo. I mean, if we're like. Down like thirty, like no, like I'm just not in the mood. But like if it's going, yeah, if you're down thirty, you don't even sing Rocky Top. If you're playing Rocky Top down thirty, yeah, Yeah. that's unacceptable. The band should have been gone by then. Yeah, it's almost as bad as like the third down for what when we're down like twenty eight to Bama. (laughs) (laughs) It's only third down because they wanted it to be third down. We're trying to get out of here. (laughs) Will John never takes a third down off. No, he doesn't. (laughs) Uh, Hey, that's Uh, like Landon said. That's our that's our man. That's our eyes on campus. That's our campus report. He woos. So, so what is it? Rob, the Robin Williams. What movie was that? So it. I mean, it's not a Robin Williams quote, but so it was. So it is said. So it is done. I don't remember what movie is that. He's a like a marriage counselor. He's a priest and he does marriage counseling. It's a good movie. I just can't remember the name of it. Anybody know uh, what I'm talking about? I can only picture him as Mrs. Doubtfire. Goodwill. Hunting. Not Goodwill. Not Goodwill Hunting. But he may have said it in that. That's possible. I don't know. Uh, Mrs. Doubtfire. <laughs> no. Is he a priest in either of those movies, guys? You're not helping me out. Flubber. <laughs> um, Matt Adams said first game. I see about 85. I could see 85. It's. I'll say this. It's gonna. It's gonna look decently full. Like I don't think it'll look empty. Yeah. So it won't be a spring. We're not talking spring game troubles. Yeah, we're probably not helped out by Bowling Green not having any fans and just being terrible. So. No, I saw a lot of tickets available in the Bowling Green section. So, yeah. Um, anything else game day? Are we ready to go to recruiting news? I know. Yeah, let's get to recruiting. Potentially big. I haven't announced yet. Potentially big recruiting news. He's big for sure. <laughs> um, oh. We good? You ready? Yeah, no, I'm looking up. I, I have to figure this out. It's one of those like. Oh, you're I, looking at I'm, Robin Williams. You're, you're I have to. If I, if I don't know it, it's going to kill me. Yeah, so I've got to look it up. I got you. Um, so five-star defensive lineman Walter Nolan released a new top three two weeks ago. He released um, one as well that was – I think he was asked after the 
um, Jamboree in, in Neyland Stadium that his top three was Florida, Texas A&M, Tennessee, and then he released a, a top three yesterday. It was Georgia A&M, Tennessee. I mean, you drop Florida out, though, but you add Georgia in. So I here's, mean, here's my question. Did he even, like, when he was asked that question, because it was not – it was asked kind of on the fly. Like, I think they said, what's your top three? That's true. Did Was yeah. that even his real top three? Yeah. Um, hopefully. Hopefully not. Maybe – I mean, he just released well, it, so – Tennessee's, uh, no, no, no. Tennessee's in both of them, so I guess. I'm, yeah, I'm. I'm not saying the second one's fake. I just meant that the first one was that real because he was asked on the spot. Right. That's yeah, I'm, it might have been his top three at that time. Hey, update. He's wearing orange tonight. Boom. And his five song is Rocky Top. Just saying. Also, the movie was um, the Big Wedding. Hmm. I've never seen. He was. Movie. He was father. Uh, Monning, Monningham? I don't know. Something like that. It's a good movie. It's a good little rom-com. Okay. Um, but yeah, then he... Just kind of some weird tweets after that. Just the 11K followers and he'll commit. He got that in like minutes. Um, he didn't end up committing. And then after that, he tweeted, my recruitment is wide open. Um, so what that told me is like, this thing is not going to be over until this dude is on campus. And even um, then, like, can you really yeah, count I mean, them on? I mean, nothing. Right. Like, like he has to be in the dorm, moved in, have his pads and everything before I'm just like, okay, he's, he's here. Um, yeah. And, and I don't, I don't know. The, I don't know the kid personally. I don't know anything about his personal life. I do know that he's played at four high schools. So I don't know if his recruitment's done when he's on campus. It might be a year to year thing. Yeah. I mean, hopefully, hopefully not. Um, yeah, I'll take it for has, a year. I'll say that. Yeah, I'll, hopefully I'll, he has people in, in his um, in his circle that, that can um, push him in the right direction, whatever school he goes to, and, you know, just pick it and stay with it. Right. But, like, you, you can't say, like, pen to paper and it's over because people get out, get out of your NILs like crazy. Tennessee saw that firsthand. And then you can enter the transfer portal. So, just a wild it's time. A, yeah, it's, it's, it's not over. Till I guess maybe he plays the first game. <laughs> right. Right. Um, yeah, that's the latest with Walter Nolan. They're, he's playing uh, Maryville right now. It's 24-17 to 17 at halftime. Really good game going on. He did get a little injured on on one uh, one play, but it went back in. So, um, I think even the Maryville side was a little just like, <gasps> oh. Well, again, you don't root for injuries, but maybe to be out that game, you know. Yeah, right. And like I mean, a lot of those Maryville, guy, Maryville fans or Tennessee fans, they they want to see the guy over here and playing in Neyland Stadium here in the, the next year or so. So Mar- Maryville's just mad that that, it, that he didn't commit to there. <laughs> Boom! Yeah. <laughs> yep. Um, and then moving to the basketball front a little bit, you have twenty twenty two point guard Zakai Ziegler will announce his decision on Friday. He is a um. 5'10", 165-pound point guard from Bronx, New York. Um, Tennessee offered him late, really liked him when they saw him in person. And uh, he was on his official visit last weekend to Tennessee. And um, I'm not going to ruin it for him. But if you – he is said to reclassify. And if you look in the student directory, you might see an active guy with with a certain name. So, um, there's – Good God, how many – 
people so, does Tennessee have on this roster right now? That was they had one more spot left. So did they? Golly, that's crazy to me. I feel like I feel like this 2021 class was humongous. I mean, you lost five. You did. You did lose a lot. Of, you're right. Yeah. Yeah. So you lost like five. It just six scholarship. Players. It felt huge. Yeah. No, I understand. That's crazy though. Yeah, he was the last spot. So, uh, yeah, I think they they wanted to add him in. Wanted some uh, depth at, at point guard. You can never have enough point guards, especially if you're Rick Barnes. He's very point guard happy, and uh, you know maybe a guy that can push Kenny Chandler a little bit. We'll see. I like it. I like it. And a guy that's I mean, he's not a highly rate. Oh, I could five ten one sixty five. He does. He's he's not your prototypical point guard in the NBA. Um, so I right. think he could be here for, um, you know, maybe three or four years. And so he's maybe got some forward. consistency to your roster. Yeah. Yep. Tennessee's probably thank. I mean, thankfully, cause you do need a, I guess you kind of got to find that balance of, you know, if you want the best talent in the country, you're going to have some one and done guys, but you also like to see some consistency on your roster too. Yeah. Kick and score too. I don't know if, if anybody has watched his highlight tape. Duke can put it in the bucket. At will. Hooper? I mean, 5'10", 165, I'm bigger than he is. Duke and Hooper? Uh, well, according to the football roster, that doesn't say much, though. You got boosted a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm 5'10". I'm a, I'm a little bit – I weigh a little bit more. Maybe that's five of, of game maxims. But uh, um, Graham Morgan said, hey, we lost – Shifano, yeah, he went to Indiana over Tennessee. Um, it happens. You know, when, when you're recruiting the best players in the country, you're not going to get all of them. I'm glad you immediately knew who that was because I thought he meant Shiano. And I guess I'm so in football mode, I was about to just lose it on you, Graham. Just <laughs> lose it on you. <laughs> I was about to send your ass to Rutgers in yeah. a heartbeat. <laughs> Graham, you're, you're no. welcome for the save there. <laughs> I was, was like, like rip you a new one. I was like, Shifano, Shifano, Shifano. Well, actually, when I read it, I read Shiano. And I was like, seriously, Graham, you're gonna come bring me down like that? Get out of here. And then I'm glad Landon got it right off the right off the rip. So that's what I'm here for. Um that's all I got for recruiting. It's uh perfect. You know, hopefully Tennessee wins some games. Now that way we can uh hopefully get some more recruits. It'd be cool. Yeah. Basketball no, is that's the biggest thing you gotta win in the country. So, and I'd like to see some more winning from basketball. I'm not in the camp of fire Rick Barnes. I mean, we can call him regular season Rick, and that's <laughs> you know I'd like to obviously win in March, but um, it's better than what Tennessee basketball has been doing in recent history. Um, so hopefully, hopefully Rick Barnes finds a way to figure it out in March. Um, I'm not willing to say let's fire him, but um, I do think there's something to you. You eventually got to take the next step if he can't get it done, especially with all this talent here. So. Uh, Let's see a little um see a little march. Let's get some let's get some March in Rick. Okay. Maybe some April in Rick. There you Wouldn't go. Wouldn't mind that. It'd be fun. Wouldn't mind that. Let's get to I think well, everyone's here. I think everyone's everyone's joining in for the ticket giveaway. Like that's okay. everyone's that's good. I'm glad people want to go to the game that bad on Thursday because I'll be honest, the moment I saw Thursday. Hunter, we'll get to that question in just a minute. Thursday, like, I was like, I don't know how many people are even going to want to go to this game. I know I didn't I, 
I'm driving weddings, vacations. I, I couldn't take off Friday. Um, and then I didn't want to just drive down. Yeah, didn't definitely couldn't take off Thursday and Friday. Didn't want to drive down there, get there right at kickoff. I've done plenty of running across Henley. I'd do it again in a heartbeat. Um, some of my favorite memories growing up are running across Neyland right in time for kickoff, slapping the sign now. But um, I just wasn't – it wasn't me. So I'm glad a lot of people wanted to take advantage of it because I always want people in the stadium. Um, so I'm glad someone wants to wants to sit there, enjoy Tennessee football. I know a lot of people miss it. So that's good. That's positive. I love to see it. Yeah, so uh, the winner – I have the winner. Do you want to get a drum roll in here? I don't know how to. Yeah, there we go. That was pretty good. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, I got Um, some thigh drums going. There you go. Matt Madsen. Matt, Matt, Madsen? Matt Madsen. Madsen. At M Madsen 211. Congrats, Matt. Congrats. Best seats in the house. Section L. The only thing I ask for you to do. The only requirement of this giveaway. First off, you need to DM the account. Um, try to do it by let's put a let's put a deadline on. Let's give him 24 hours from whenever Landon tweets out the winner. Not now. Yeah. <laughs> Landon will <laughs> now. tweet out the winner tonight. Um, 24 hours. DM the account so we can get your information. Those are the requirements. Add it on. We need a picture of you and your guest from the best seats in the house. There you go. Boom. Those are the only requirements. So. Uh, yeah, DM us 24 hours from the tweet. Landon will get that sent out. We'll get your information. Um, we'll either get the the hard copy tickets to you or the uh, mobile ones, whichever is best for you. We got both options because, you know, no big deal. We're high rollers here. Oh. Um, so we'll, we'll get whatever is convenient for you. Um, and then just got to tweet the picture out. Give a shout out to more important issues. Um, and um, with the hashtag best seats in college football. No big deal. <laughs> Matt Madsen. Congrats. Matt Madsen. Congrats, Matt. That's exciting. I'm, I'm, I hope you uh, hope you guys have fun at the game, whoever you go with. Um, I'm sure it'll be a good time. It's always a good time in Neyland, even when it's a miserable time. I mean, honestly, that LSU game, I had so much fun at that terrible, miserable LSU game. Oregon in 2010, I had so much fun at that game. When you're talking about monsoons and thunderstorms and um, Oklahoma in 15, we lost. Had so much fun. Um, so, yeah. Hope you guys have a good time. Anything else to give away? Anything for Matt? Do you have a requirement for Matt? Or you, you, do you want to throw in anything else for him? Uh, that he has to do? Um, yeah, yeah I, I don't know. No, I, th- I, th- I think just having a picture, I think that's good enough. I, okay. I, hey, you're you're not going to get on the – yeah. We're orange. Please, You got a woo. You got a woo. <laughs> you got a woo, yeah. Got a we woo. have a whole list. <laughs> Actually, just we'll, we'll get you the full yeah. requirements. Yeah, we'll send it. <laughs> um. The uh, oh, you're not gonna get on the jumbotron. Only that's only reserved for seats that Landon has. Um, only Landon and Tracy can get on the the jumbotron. <laughs> yeah, I was. I, I know I'm getting off topic. I was so shocked when I saw your dad pop up on there. I was like, "Well, wait a minute. How how did he do that? He always finds a way. It's like, your not dad's me. Like, it's it's him. Oh, no offense, he, but I know that. <laughs> yeah, he always finds a way." He like he's been up. He was on TV a couple times last week. Yeah, if he runs for for mayor, I'm like he's gonna win hands down. I don't care who is running against him. It's not very difficult right now. <laughs> we had a WWE wrestler win last time. 
I feel like a lot of people are going to take that way too political. That was just a joke about having a WWE wrestler as a, nothing else. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, you definitely won't watch it. It's incredible. We were on a pier fishing in uh, Panama City, and he saw somebody there he knew. I'm like, that's amazing. How? How? That's a, that, that's amazing. Yeah, that's pretty incredible. He's, I mean, he's, that, that's why I do this podcast. I'm trying to like be close to as famous as he is. <laughs> and he doesn't even really do social media that much. And I, your dad is definitely, he is definitely a political famous person where like people know him, but they don't like, not the people, like people are like, I know him, but I don't know how I know him. That's very, a, that's a very politically famous thing before yeah. politicians were on Twitter. I mean, my dad's at the high school so much that like people think he's a teacher and he's not at all. <laughs> he doesn't even work at the school. <laughs> Love it. Uh, let's talk about some preseason camp stuff. And then we've got some questions to get to. Like I said, Hunter will be Hunter. I don't know if Hunter's your first or last name. I'm in the same boat. I have three first names. So don't, don't feel offended by that. Um, we'll get to that question, but let's talk about preseason camp because there have been the defensive line as a whole has stood out. So th- this is kind of a, um, a misunderstanding on my part. I was I'm so sorry. I was saying balls in like NFL preseason. NFL, of course, I knew that. But let's, hey, let's talk about talk that too. About, we can talk about. No, it all. we've like, talked about that plenty. Let's okay. let's talk balls in the NFL. Let's talk balls okay. in the NFL because there have been a lot of balls dominating the NFL preseason. Yeah, I think the the number one guy so far has been Marquez Callaway, and um, through his two games with the Saints. Eight receptions, 165 yards, and two touchdowns. It's over 20 yards per catch. And then uh, Josh Palmer, and his he's only had one preseason game. He had six catches for 36 yards. Um, Palmer, has he not played? Have they not played twice? No, I don't think. I thought he played this past weekend and had a touchdown. Let me look it up. He did have a. Touchdown. I'll do that. Is that on the second one? Maybe it was. I'll look it up real quick. But Marquez Callaway also. James Winston. They play like all week long. It's so weird. So here's my question. Does Jameis Winston's eye doctor, does he start running ads if like he's the MVP candidate? He's like, look what LASIK can do for this guy. <laughs> oh, 100%. <laughs> also, like, I know it's not involved. Michael but... Thomas having issues and, you know, injuries and stuff. I mean, how good are the Saints feeling about Marquez Callaway right now? They, I mean, I think, I mean, they, cause they've utilized him in some kind of creative ways recently, just because there hadn't been a huge need at that wide receiver position. But I think they're, I mean, how can a guy play like that and you not find more ways to utilize him? Oh, 100%. Which, I mean, that's Sean Payton's going to find a way. So, yeah. He, he got into a good spot. Also, someone kind of mentioned this. I don't remember who tweeted it. I would give credit. Um, how, it is like the uh, New Orleans is com- becoming like the breeding ground for guys who were underused at Tennessee. <laughs> yeah, and, and like I really hope it's not a thing where anytime a player does something good in the NFL, you have to bring that stuff up. Like I know we've heard it, we've heard it since Alvin Kamara's been in the NFL. Like it's, I think we've used the crap out of it enough. I think it, like it's just cool to just enjoy them making plays in the NFL. I mean, well, I think it's beyond just 
it's beyond just like Tennessee. It's going to be everything. Like someone, like someone sent out a tweet that wasn't a Tennessee guy. They were like, Marcos Callaway, Josh Palmer, Alvin Kamara. Where did they all play in college? I don't know. That, that team must have been loaded. <laughs> yeah, you can and, see that. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I mean, so they, so the Ram or the Chargers have played two games. Okay. And Palmer had a catch against a touchdown catch against the 49ers. He had some catches against the Rams. I don't think he had a touchdown in that game, though. Okay, so he had six receptions for 36 yards against the Rams. How many did he have for the uh, against the 49ers? For some reason, I can't pull up the stats. I just saw where they played it. I can try to pull it up. But, um, but yeah, they, they did play. I thought they had played two games. Um, here we go. Give me just a moment. I'll have it pulled up. But yeah, they played on Sunday. And he had – he just had one catch. So that was just his touchdown. He just had that one that one catch, one touchdown. That's good stats right there. Okay. One for one. There you go. Yeah. He didn't one for tackle. one for one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Good point. Can't bring can't bring Josh Palmer down. Exactly. Uh any other any other balls in preseason that I've I've missed and uh, I think maybe I, I don't know exactly what Juwan Jennings stats are, but I know he's done really well in camp. Um, I don't think he's. I don't think he's played or not. Not played. I don't think he's had any catches. Okay. I know he had some the first game. Oh, did he? Okay. I guess he against did the against the Chargers. He did um, against the Chargers. Yeah, it's uh, it, it's exciting to see these guys again. Just enjoy it. Um, it's there's no need to get mad about how well they're doing in the NFL. Like, there's nothing we can do about it anymore. It's more of a sad, Landon. I don't know if it's mad. It's just like, yeah. man, what could have been? But I mean, like he had one, he had one catch against the Chiefs for twenty six yards. It's not like those guys weren't good when they were here. Yeah, maybe they weren't. Their potential wasn't maximized. I get it, but like Marquez Calloway was like one of the best punt returners in Tennessee football history. Um, yeah, and, and Calloway's Calloway and Palmer both. They're more of a product of poor quarterback play than anything else. Right. Yeah. So, yeah, it wasn't like it they weren't playing. Right. Right. And that, you know, another thing with like Alvin Kamara, like no knock on Alvin Kamara, but like, I mean, Jalen Hurd was not a scrub. Right. They just should have found more creative ways to use him. Like, I, I think the, like, a lot of people are like, he wasn't even a starter. Like, that's not my hang up. Like, that's just depth chart positioning. It's more like he just didn't get enough touches. They didn't get him into space enough. Not, they didn't start him. That doesn't bother me. Right. So, Maribel just scored to go up 31-17 on Powell. 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 You ready for some questions? Yeah, let's get it. Also, Credence mentioned earlier he got to meet uh, Evan Russell today. Yeah, I, I think, think he, he did, did uh, autograph signing. Yeah. At Underdog Collectibles, I think that's right. I, think I believe in the – I thought it was in the – it's in a shopping center. It, am I wrong that it's – I guess it, – I, I thought I read that it was on, like that – Shopping center, kind of on campus, underneath okay. the Publix. Maybe not. I may uh, have read that wrong. That's a cool place to put one. I may have read that wrong. I, I read shopping center, and maybe I just assumed that, which is a bold assumption to assume that's the shop specific shopping center people are talking about. Yeah, there's quite <laughs> quite there's a few. Quite a bit. Yeah. <laughs> so that's a dumb assumption, but um, that's exciting. Uh, and then I'll, I'll ask this question here. Oh yeah, it was University Commons. <laughs> Caleb, look at you. Boom. Um, Hunter mentioned it, it's got to be new, right? It must be. Um, Joe mentioned Joe said, Yeah, the underdog collectible collectibles in University Commons. I don't remember it being there 
um, when I lived down there. So I, I don't know. It must be fairly new. Okay. That was 2017. So, yeah. Um, okay. I'm a big card guy. I know you're not a big, not a big card guy. I'm not a big collect. I'm not, I don't really have any collectibles. Like I'm not collectible guy. I hoard a lot, not collectibles. Yeah. You, you're more, definitely more apparel. Apparel. Yeah. I, me and Emily, have, so I'll, I'll do a hat giveaway, which Emily's like, you got to get rid of some of the hats. I'm like, what do you want me to do with them? And she's like, sell them. I'm like, the problem is, is I wear my hats. Like I don't, like I wear them, like I'll play golf in them or I wear them to like places that like I, you know, that are hot outside, like to UT games. Like I don't really have a lot of, I have a few hats that I wear occasionally that I could sell, but most of them. So if you guys want my, Landon mentioned it in my seats, blood, sweat, and tears. If you want my blood, sweat, and tears, I'll, I'll give away a hat. Okay. There you go. <laughs> Do you have any of yeah. that? Like maybe don't include blood, sweat, and tears. I mean, no, they're, that, that's kind of a given with, the way things have gone the last couple of years. I'm pretty confident all my hats have blood, sweat, and tears. I'm pretty confident. So okay. they won't be being sold. That's for sure. Gotcha. Yeah. No selling them. Um, I also just bought like three new hats. So that was there smart of me. <laughs> yeah. Um, which no hats night. Cause like I said, I'm, a, I'm, a, I've been a road, do- well, sort of, I've been a road dog couch warrior this week. Um, so yeah, actually, you know, um, if you guys could keep my grandmother in your prayers, I'd appreciate it. So we've had a, rough week in the Mitchell household. So she's uh, doing better, but you know, always, always could do better. So if you all could keep her in your thoughts, prayers, whatever you do, that'd be nice. I would appreciate it. Absolutely. Um, Love that woman. Ah, Almost mommy. Well, here's the cool thing. She has a very, very creative name that like, you know, not everyone can be like, like if someone um, like Brody calls his grandmother, Nana, Nana, Grana. Like you would have to specify. There's so many grannies. You have to be like Brody's grana, or like Meemaw. Like you would have to be like you know, X. You know this person's Meemaw. With mine, it's just Mommy Bump. You know who you're talking about. You can't. <laughs> you don't have to be like Caleb's Mommy Bump. It's just Mommy Bump. So <laughs> you guys could. She's Mommy Bump to you all now too. So, um, yeah. yeah. So cool. Nate. I don't know. I, I don't know the story behind it. I heard a story that I thought was real for like. What am I? Twenty six years old for probably twenty six years of my life. I found out that was not the true story. So, so no one knows. Just how an, she's got that <laughs> no one knows. It's, it was just an anecdotal story that I thought was real. Um, so, yeah, I don't even think she told it. I think my brother made it up. But that's awesome. <laughs> um, I know we got some more questions. We did have this one in. Hunter dropped it in. Hypothetically, if Joe Milton comes out and lights up the SEC, what's his nickname? Landon had a good one. What was it? Mighty Joe Young. Mighty Joe Young. Mighty Joe Young. I like it. Um, Mighty Joe Young. What was the movie that I still don't know is real? Mighty Joe Young. Though that's the name of the movie. Oh, okay. I don't know why I was thinking Mighty Joe. I feel like it's got to be Mighty Joe Milton, though. There you go. Yeah, we can do that. Just keep his name. You can't be Broadway Joe. There's not really a good – I mean, there's a Broadway in Knoxville, but it doesn't really associate with with Tennessee. Um, I don't know. What's your nickname for him? Who's got a good nickname? I like Mighty Joe Milton. I feel like we got to come up with names for other quarterbacks just in case. Joe you know, knows. Joe, Joe knows. That's going to require a high. I'm sorry. I'm a bow. I'm a, I'm a bow guy. If we're going to do that, I've got some strict requirements before I start calling him Joe knows. Joe rounds. Oh, you're trying to get him in on a, on well, a NIL deal. John Fulgerson's NIL deal. Okay. <laughs> All right. I like it. What's up, Chris. Good to have you in. 
Always no, good to have I'm Chris in. Like bow rounds. Oh, you're thinking Bojangles. Joe okay. Berry biscuits. Joe, Joe Berry. <laughs> Mojo. I like I like Mojo Credence. That's a good one. That's uh that I think that's kind of like Fitz Magic. You gotta wait until he's like, you know, 12 for 15, 200 yards. Maybe he's driving. That's Mojo. He's he's Mojo. I think that's a very specific nickname. I like it. I like Mighty Joe Milton. This is a Mighty Joe Milton fan club right here. Seven days away, I'll, I'll, I'm in the fan club. Mojo's good. We'll, we'll, we'll keep Mojo on the table too. We're not taking it off. There you and go. hey, I'm not willing to take Joe Nose off the table either. I just want to clarify: there's some strict requirements. Hope's a dangerous game, Landon. If Joe Milton wins a Hosman, Harbaugh should be burnt. Oh God! In the streets in Michigan, throw throw every glass of milk he's ever drank in the in Lake Superior. Yeah, I mean the good thing we don't have to worry about JG winning the Osman after looking at those <laughs> highlights at Washington State. <laughs> keep my mouth shut. <laughs> any any other questions? Let's move on. <laughs> any other questions? Uh, that's that's all I got for now. Yeah, so if y'all got any? You- drop them in the chat. Did you drop the question of the day, best seats in Neyland, or did someone else? I did, but it didn't get a lot of traction, so I deleted oh, it. Oh, you just left it. That's tomorrow, then. Let's do that tomorrow. Okay. Yeah, let's do it. Let's, let's get that one tomorrow. We'll, we'll do that tomorrow. Maybe we can get a graphic going. Dylan Cole's been killing it. We might be able to. We might be able to. Also, sorry, Turnboat. I appreciate the, the audio clip. Absolutely. Yeah, we got a bunch of guys that have been uh, helping us. Just like uh, just like Tennessee, we're trying to re, we're we're trying to get back to our glory days, if you will, even Absolutely. though we're pretty new. <laughs> but a lot of guys helping us out. Um, mentioned mentioned Joe being on here and um, assisting with the the producing. We got Dylan; it's been oh, killing it. Sawyer Joe, what well. are what are some of your nicknames? Maybe we can use some of that. Oh, yeah, dude, Joe might have a good nickname. Some nicknames in here. Most of them come off like last name. I like. Brian. Oh, I think I think Mojo. Like, if he's getting going, like he's getting in his mojo. But I don't know, man. I'm sure some will stick if he stays yeah. around. Keep keep your ears to the ground on campus. There, I oh, wow. I feel like that. I feel like that's where the uh, the nicknames have got to be bred. Yeah. Right, like locker room Joe. People are gonna know. <laughs> yeah, people know. No, I'll get right with y'all. Whether he's doing good or bad, you will definitely hear some. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we might have a different one week to week. Yeah, exactly. Uh, unfortunately, the bad nicknames might be really, really good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we'll roll with it. We'll make it work. Uh, we got a question from Chris here. Who's more resistant to change, Harbaugh or Pruitt? I got to go with Pruitt because it cost him his job. Yeah, I'm going to go with Pruitt too. <laughs> yeah. Harbaugh's at least still coaching. Harbaugh didn't lose to Vanderbilt or Kentucky at home, so it's a good point too. It's a good point too. Um, I thought we had another question that was tweeted out before the show. Am I crazy? Did we? I think we did. Let me let me let me scroll down to it. Oh, I do have one from last week that we did not get to. Maybe that's what I'm thinking of. Um, let me get to that. More excited about the improvements of the defense during fall camp or more worried about the offensive line struggles? That's from Tyler Hood. 
Um, I'm going to take the positive route, and I'm going to go with more excited about the defense. Uh, I think, and that that does remind me of an offensive line question here. Um, I think the, I mean, I think there's a lot to be said about what Ronnie Garner is going to bring to the defensive line, um, and some consistency there. So I'm going to go with the, I'm going to go positive here, and I'm going to go defense. I think I just I got to think that. I hope Josh Heupel has a kind of hold on how he wants to how he wants to uh, attack with the offense. So I'm going to go with defense. I'm going positive. Yeah, I'm going to go with that too. I just think you you heard like how bad they were in in spring, um, and so to hear some things going their way, pushing back the offensive line, that gives me hope because I think there's a lot of talent on the offensive line as well. So yeah. Hopefully that's figured out by the time we get to uh, next week. But and I think there's a ton of talent. Cade Mays, Darnell Wright, Cooper, Spragans, Carvin, whatever that offensive line looks like, I think that'll probably be your starting five. Um, but I I like what you have the offensive line. I don't know if I read much into you know, I, I think more of that is probably rhythm. Yeah, more of them like struggling is, is probably like cadence because I know they had a lot of um, pre-snap penalties in some of those gotcha. scrimmages. So I think that's that's rhythm. That like that's working together as one. You know, you got to do that. And hopefully, that's taken care of before next week because uh, that's when it counts. Yeah. yeah, I do imagine there'll be some growing pains there in the the first couple. Hopefully, just the first couple drives. Maybe they get it figured out. Um, then we had a question about um, from Patrick Eady. If um, Jeremiah Crawford's progressing, will he be the right tackle, or is it, is it Dane Dave, Big Dane Davis? Um, I'm going to go with Dane Davis is probably your backup at, at both okay. um, positions, probably. But I think Cade and, and Darnell are going to be your, your starting tackles. Okay. There you go. Landon, you heard it here first. Yeah. I just Landon think dropping knowledge. Cade, Cade's been the entire spring. So there you go. Um, Graham mentioned speed dial as a nickname for Joe Milton. I, I'm not saying no, but I would like to hear an explanation. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully there's a lot of speed on that offense. So hopefully that nickname's fitting. Football Joe. Hopefully so. No, Joey football. Joey, Joe football. <laughs> we need a good Joe football. Tennessee desperately needs a Joe football. Um, or a Joe, Joe knows would be even better. So, um, are you ready for some uh, stupidity? What's trending? Yeah, stupidity? Which yeah, one we do first? Uh, let's do what's trending first. Okay. This isn't a what's trending, but I, I do want to read this off just because we're in football season and I need to – I mean, I should do it every, you know, 24-7. It shouldn't just be a football season thing. But um, an Alabama man thought he had been shot by an intruder. It turns out it was his wife's boyfriend secretly living in their house. What? Excuse me, what? Yeah, no clue, dude. No clue. I just I feel like I really an Alabama man is the key. Of, like, that's a lot of people were like, yeah, you know, it's hard to really miss him. Brother was probably just sleeping on the couch. <laughs> Good lord. Yeah, that's a mess. It's a lot to break down. Dang. Um, my next one is uh Gavin Wires Weirs. I think I'm saying that maybe right. <laughs> Um, his eight starts during the Little League Little League World Series and rounds leading up to it, eight and zero, 
43 and two-thirds innings pitch, 609 pitches, 132 batters faced, one hit, zero runs, 114 Ks, and six walks. Check that kid's birth certificate. What? I am 12. <laughs> he can't be. He can't be 12. Isn't 12 the cutoff age? Isn't it actually for Little League World Series? I think you can be 12. Yeah. Yeah. He is 12. He is legit yeah. 12. No, check his birth. I don't believe that. <laughs> That's insane. <laughs> He's lefty, so maybe that helps. Um, but, yeah, just freaking shoving it for South Dakota. Um, he threw a no-hitter against California. Oh, wow. Is da- are the Dakotas back? They haven't really they been around since nothing, So, I don't know. If, if somebody else has to, has to pitch, they might be in trouble. Walter Nolan just made a big in the backfield. There you go. Um, okay, I've got – I should have I should have looked this up, and, and maybe I'm – oh, it's – okay, I do have it. Clint Duncan from Knoxville. He's in third for the national mullet competition. Nice. I don't know how you win it. I don't know how you compete, but that feels like a big deal to me. Am I right? I mean, I, I don't know. I like it. <laughs> Uh, any more what's tra- or any more what's trendings? Um, the Baltimore Orioles were on a 19 game losing streak. Don't bet on them any- or don't bet against them anymore because they're now on a two game win streak. Mm, um, let's go! Have beat turn, the Astros the or beat the Angels two games in a row, and uh, just rolling right now. I think they had a grand slam today. So yeah, just don't bet against the Orioles. They got that little taste of winning, and now the that's all they can do now. Love to see All it. they do is win, DJ Khaled style. <laughs> I've got some more uh, baseball for my last what's trending. Nick Cassianos. I I don't know if it's a case of him hitting a home run means something tragic's going to happen, or if it, when something tragic's going to happen, he's going to hit a home run. But it seems like every time something bad happens, that man is going yard. Oh yeah, he, have you uh, seen the Have you seen the tweets like on top of each other where it's like some like. Man murdered in Central Park, <laughs> Nick Cassianos. It's a home run. Goes deep to center field. <laughs> a line drive to center field. <laughs> yeah, he was kind of pissed me off today. I picked the under in that game, and he kept hitting home runs. I was like, dude, stop. Oh, God. I mean, How I'm many pretty... people die? God, I'm sorry. <laughs> I was like, can you – I think he hit two today. I was like, thank God there were solo shots, but <laughs> can you please stop? You're making me sweat. I shouldn't be sweating at work. Every time he hits a home run, um, uh, another news broadcaster loses his job for saying something homophobic. So, thanks, Nick. <laughs> Have some respect. Yeah. Uh, any more what's trending before we get to stupidity? That's all I got. All right. I hate to do this, but it's football time in Tennessee. I got to take a shot at Tennessee for this. Our head coach and offense coordinator. We're seven days away from kickoff. I think eight when it was said. Who's calling plays? Golish was asked who was calling plays. He said he doesn't know yet. I mean, I I feel like from the get-go, Josh Heupel was calling plays. Right. I feel like that should have been the answer. Here's my spin zone because I'm a Tennessee fan. I can spin this. I feel like my hope is they just hadn't decided who they were going to publicly say was calling plays. Yeah, they didn't make up their – they're like, oh, we didn't practice for that question. Yeah, they were like, uh, well, they just like that. They're like, did you want me to say you? And he's like, ah, you know, I'll mention it. And then Golish comes up and they're like, I don't know they're going to ask me too because they ask Hypo and Golish. And neither had the answer. (laughs) 
sorry, sorry. I had I had to. That one was. Hey, too I'll bad. say I this. To, I had to bring it up. I don't care who calls the plays. Just score freaking points. No, I agree. That I agree. But I hope they yeah, know maybe, who's calling the plays. Yeah, maybe like it's just never like no one knows the entire season. That way, like they can't just blame one person. <laughs> who called the plays tonight? We'll we'll see. <laughs> we'll get to that later. I mean, there were plays that were called. Is all I'm saying. Yeah, Matt, that's a good point. There were plays called. Um, oh, I forgot to mention, Memphis now has the uh, top recruiting class in the 2021 class. I'm like, are we still in the 2021 class, really? Good for Penny. I mean, Kenny Chandler's been on campus for like six months. We, we focus on the future. Penny focuses on the past. He almost has an entire degree, and, and here they are <laughs> still signing 2021 prospects. Um, it was a five-star, um, Imani Bates. Um, I think he was like the number five player, so they got like two top five players in the nation. But who cares because Penny can't coach. <laughs> That's true. It's a good point. People forget. People forget. So I saw some tweet today, and I should have screenshot it because it was like Memphis is now the favorite to win the AAC. I'm like, oh, oh cool. <laughs> okay, congrats. Got to win yeah, something. That's something you can put on your resume. For sure. Um, my next stupidity is the Alliance. I don't even know what conference is it. Pac-12, Big 8, whatever they are now. Um, a- ACC. Big Ten, I don't know who all's in it. That alliance, that dumb alliance that they're trying to come after the SEC. Mm-hmm. Um, first off, uh, the Pac-12 commissioner said there is no signed contract. There is an agreement among three gentlemen and a commitment from 41 presidents and chancellors. There's no signed document, and there doesn't need to be. That seems pretty dumb to me. It doesn't sound like you all agreed to anything. Yeah. Then, yesterday, today, LSU and Southern Cal agreed to play a game in Vegas to open up the 2023 season. Was that, was that all right? Yeah. So maybe you should have gotten pen to paper there guys. Cause it sounds like some of your teams are working against you already in the Alliance. Also, I hate neutral site games. I'll say it. I've said it before. I'll say it again. Neutral yeah, site games are dumb. I mean, I guess they're trying to get at the SEC for not inviting like a lot of these teams, but like, Dude, if the SEC does exactly what it's going to do, number one, eventually you'll probably be part of it. Right. And then if you're not a part of it, then you're really not a part of college football. Like your yeah, you're, probably so. Your national championship or whatever you call it will mean absolutely nothing and no one, no one will care. Right. Chris, we did debate this yesterday on Twitter, but I'm, I'm sorry. I just – Neutral site games, I think, should be reserved for special moments. And I I don't hate – I don't hate, hate, hate them. I hate how commonplace they become. Like, I hate that every single year there's something. Like, for example, the Battle of Bristol was really, really cool for one year for two teams that it made sense for. I mean, I think the neutral site freaking world's largest cocktail party is stupid. Like, I don't know. Who doesn't want to play their opponent at home? That's just dumb to me. Yeah. Like, are their biggest opponent? Like, if I'm a Florida or Georgia fan, it would piss me off that I never get to see my rival stadium, two of the most prominent stadiums in college football. I never get to see my team play there. That's dumb. Oh, yeah, good to really play in Bank of America, or not Bank of America, that's Charlotte, USSA Bank. I mean, it's not even a real bank. 
It, I think it is. But <laughs> cool. I mean, I, and again, I think it would be cool well, to this play argument every other year. I don't know. Hunter, if we add more teams, it's just going to be the new NCAA. I don't think it'll be a conference anymore. I think 14 is your limit anyway. 16 is absurd. But the SEC, in, in my opinion, has something bigger at work because I think they have to understand that 16 is absurd. So. Pretty insane. Yeah. Uh, any other stupidities? That's all I've got. Yeah, I got one more, and you're going to love this one. Um, Charlie Collier, um, he understood that it was a bad take, but he said, <laughs> and he believed it. So I feel con- like I feel like it's okay that I read his name off. Um, he said the office was better once Michael Scott left the show. Yeah, that's a that's a bad take. In fact, yeah. I mean, I, and I'll say this. I like The Office after. I know a lot of people like, oh, I didn't like it when Michael Scott left. I still enjoyed it. Yeah. So I'll, I'll, I'll agree with him on that. Yeah, I just like. No, it's a dumb take. I'm not taking away from that. That's stupid. I'm just saying I still enjoyed The Office afterwards as well. Yeah, I like it. It was. But I think what made the show is Michael Scott. Um, yeah, like it, yeah. it was fine with, like you said, I, like you, you enjoyed it after, but you would much rather him be on the show than not. Michael Scott made the show so good that they were able to continue, what, three seasons after without him? Like that's how yeah. good he made the show. Right. The show wouldn't have made it past pilot without Steve Carell as Michael Scott. Boom. That's actually a fact because if he hadn't blown up in 40-Year-Old Virgin, they would have canceled it. Like that's <laughs> – that's a fact of life. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just, uh, I mean, wow. That's a terrible. No, it was a bad take. It was a bad. Take. Yeah. Ugh. Bad takes are bad. Yeah. Like, I mean, screenshots last forever. So be careful what you say out there. <laughs> Joe, now your face, up. your face is now on the show. So you, you had a chance to keep it incognito <laughs> and you didn't. So the, <laughs> if they come after you, I it's like it. You. <laughs> I like it. Um, before we wrap it up, I do want to mention Maribel's up 38 to 17 now on Powell. Powell just punted the ball away. Um, Maribel's going to Maribel. I'll say that. I'm not saying Powell can't come back. They got an explosive offense, but Maribel's going to Maribel. Yeah, I mean, they're freaking dominant. It is what it is. I think DJ Burke is – he's committed to App State. Uh, yeah. Mark L. Fortenberry is a Liberty commit. Their quarterback is a – Marcus Jones commit. is Furman, yeah. Yeah, Carson Carson Jones, I think is what Carson is. Jones. Sorry, sorry. Yeah, um, um, so they they got some talent. They really do. No, yeah, it's they're like just a random bunch of guys that are you know don't make mistakes and are good at football. I mean, there's there's definitely some talent in Maryville. I mean, DJ Burke just went eighty, maybe not eighty yards, seventy yards, and broke like four tackles. So he score. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm a so scored another touchdown. Ha! Suck it. I got that live <laughs> TV, bro. <laughs> uh sorry for ruining that it's a great place to still watch it but guys it's been a been a lot of fun great episode seven days away congrats again to our ticket giveaway winner matt Matson. landon will send that tweet out make sure you dm us within 24 hours just so we can make sure those tickets get taken care of we want seats in neyland best seats in college football um we'll send you the requirements too it's only like a two-page list no big deal um we appreciate you guys listening we'll be back on sunday appreciate joe helping us out tonight um shout out to all of you guys for joining in on the fun 
can't wait to do it again. Mighty Joe Milton leads the charge in seven days. Joe, we really appreciate you hopping on here, um, learning the thing. Oh, I just saw a Maryville's touchdown. That was their running back. That was not DJ. Oh, sorry, sorry. Um, yeah, DJ Burst number one. Oh, okay. Um, that's all we got. We're bringing the boat in, and we out.